Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm back. Hey, I missed you guys. Uh missed recording this podcast. I didn't do a podcast for two weeks. Uh, had to do some traveling. Uh, you know, as I always say on this show, sometimes life happens. When life happens, you got to handle it. It's just all what happened. But I'm glad to be recording. We got plenty to talk about. And this may be... The most debated podcast that I have recorded thus far. It's going to be a lot of questions or points that may come up that people will disagree with. I'm fine with that. You can let me know any of your disagreements. As you know, you can always tweet the show when you listen to the podcast at the number four HF Advantage. In the meantime, um, and let, me, let me just throw this out there real quick before we get into our rant segment and I introduce my special guest for the day. Um, when y'all put stuff on social media, understand it no longer belongs to you. It belongs to the timeline. When I say the timeline, I mean whatever social media platform you are using. Uh, so when uh, you put out there that you hate grits, okay, don't get mad when I respond to you, all right? And don't be mad at my reaction. Understand that I love grits. I'm from the South. If you do not like grits, I think there's an issue with you. I apologize. Your parents probably didn't make you grits, or they made them lumpy, or they probably read the instructions on the back of the grits when they made your grits. Understand grits are made from the soul. You cannot read instructions and make grits, all right? I'm just helping you out, all right? So if you just like cream of wheat better than grits, all right, okay, but when you put that on the timeline, I am going to come back at you because there will be no grits slander on my timeline. <clears throat> Never will I accept grits slander. Now that that has been said, that sounds like a rant, but it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I want to introduce my special guest, man. This is somebody who uh, uh very important to me. I look up to him, we, even though we're close in age. <laughs> um, uh, I respect this man's uh, hustle and game. Wow! And uh, uh, it's not that bad on the football field, Mister. You know, Mister. Doing everything. You know, he's cool people. Cool people to be around. Uh, Thank you. Glad Thank I you. met him. Uh, and 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 you will enjoy uh, his soothing voice. Pause. 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 Anyway, this is my homeboy Devin. What up, man? Hey, what's going on, Mike, man? Hey, I'm so glad to be doing this with you. Uh, it's been my dream, so to speak, to kind of be on a podcast, radio station kind of thing. But uh, once again, it's us two at the helm. So let's see how this gonna see how this gonna go, buddy. Yeah, let's let's, let's make it happen. Uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna need you to take the bass out your voice. <laughs> Stop soothing my listeners. Hey, it's crooning what? them, <laughs> caressing every word. 
Man, Learn that from a pops. James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> that voice to me, interlude voice. Hey, All, right. All right. Remember when interludes made the CD? Man. My we goodness. don't get enough interludes, man. All I don't get is get music, music, interludes. music, man. Oh, give boy. me a good interlude. Give, oh, in, give me a good interlude in the middle of the song. Wow. Just stop all the music and start talking. Wow. And let wow. me know what you're doing music about. I mean, from Carl Thomas interludes to Project Pat interludes. I mean, they made man, the albums. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and oftentimes, you remember those interludes just as much <laughs> as you do music. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. So, uh at the beginning of every uh, podcast, we always do a got beef section uh, segment where we like to just cleanse ourselves, get that negative energy off of us yeah, so that absolutely. we can talk the way that we want Shake to talk. Shake it off. Yeah, man. So I'm going to start off. I was going to rant uh, about something else, and then something came across my Facebook timeline. Hmm. A, and, and I'm going to be really short about it because there's not a whole bunch of information about it. So this seven-year-old kid... Um, seven-year-old kid. Oh man, he's seven years old. Right now, he's sitting at home with a fractured jaw and is missing two teeth. Why? Whoa. Because his teacher decided to remove him from the class. Now, here's where things get sketchy. Okay. Uh, the teacher says, "I had to remove him from the class. I lost my footing, and the little kid hit the wall. He hit himself against the wall." Oh my goodness. Uh, logic. Tells me she threw a fireball. You, yeah, basically, <laughs> you went Super Saiyan four on this little kid Ryu here. You couldn't control your anger, and you probably threw that kid up against a wall. Wow, seven years old. He's a second grader. You're twenty five. And and the sad part of it is, yeah, the kid probably was acting acting up. Oh yeah, everybody's but, acknowledged. But when you're a, when you're an adult here, uh, you you kind of have to, and you want your job. You kind of have to take the high road there. It's just, uh, you know, a, finan- a financial win-win for everybody. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so here's my rant, really. It's not about the boy and exactly the actions, because we know the actions are wrong. The, the teacher has actually been suspended. Here's where mm. my rant is. I don't know if many people know. Devin, I don't even know if you exactly know. I went to Georgia State University. Uh, is a major in mathematics with Didn't a minor in education. Wow. All right. I was going to become a teacher. I'm baffled. I, <laughs> um, I got to a point where I realized, one, that I didn't want to be in school anymore. But two, <laughs> that I knew then while I was going through those educational classes, I could not teach little kids. Wow. Because I do not have the patience for them. So I was going to go teach high school because I can hold them more accountable. And if they disrupt the class, I could just put them out. Okay. I, okay. I understood my limitations Adults. because I was going to Classroom. be in a okay. position of authority. Right. Too many people don't understand their limitations when they are accepting jobs where they have authority. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of times uh, people have to be honest with their temperament. And if your temperament, you know, you if you don't like little kids, you might shouldn't t- try to teach them. I'm just saying. You I'm know, just saying. There are signs to let you know. Yeah. Know your issues. If you got issues with anger, you probably shouldn't be a teacher. You should pro- probably shouldn't be a police officer. You know, if, if you, you want. And, and you know what? You're 
a, a firefighter and an EMT. I, I think that if you don't have patience, maybe that's not the job for you. It it it, it really isn't. Um, unfortunately, you may have the knowledge there, and you uh, you know, mind a uh, you know, try to make a difference. You know, as the Michael Jackson, Martin Luther King song they had back in the day. But if if it's mm-hmm. not your calling, don't yeah. answer it. I know. They need substitutes or teachers, and you know you want to make a difference. But if it's if if that is if you're not about that life, you're gonna find out, and the kids would know, and they're gonna make your life uh very very uncomfortable, or I, you make yourself very uncomfortable. I like that. If you're not about that life, <laughs> if you ain't about, you that will life. find out. Yeah, yeah, you will find out. Yeah, and you know, like I said, I'm not debating the the action or nothing. I know what's wrong. First of all, I know as a 25-year-old, you can't put your hands on a right, year old kid. Right. That's what you got resource officers for and all this other counselors. Absolutely. That, that, you know, st- uh, play your role. But uh, the fact that it had to go to this length, and you tell me the most dumbest <laughs> lie. <laughs> tell you- me something else. You lost your footing? Don't give me – all <laughs> teachers – I don't know any teachers that have slippery shoes. All on wear Skechers or Reebok Classics. Wow! So don't play yeah. with me, telling me you lost your footing, like you walking in there with some Kenneth Cole wingtips. Like, <laughs> so this is a male teacher here. Yes, it's a male oh, teacher. Oh wow! Okay. And the seven year olds, he's busted up. And you're an EMT. I'm, yeah, yeah. Is it possible that that kid could have fell into the wall and broke his jaw and fractured his jaw? Well, nah. Possible, yes. Highly likely, no. Uh, but I wanted to come in as far as you remember back in the day when you had certain teachers that had that tone of voice that felt yeah. like you were getting whooped. Yeah. And so you straighten up. Yeah. Where are those guys at? Man, first of all, they don't have fathers, so they don't know oh, how to get wow. the father uh, voice. Wow. Let me tell you all a quick story because we need to move on. But I'm going to tell you all a quick story. One of my friends, uh, uh, Rashad, who actually helped me come up with the name for Home Field Advantage, hmm. we shared uh, the initial for Home Field Advantage right. as a group. Right, right. One day, I was hanging out with Rashad. We were playing PlayStation. You know, you go over to friend's house, we play PlayStation all, all day. every ATL do. Yeah. So his little brother comes upstairs, and uh, he wants to play PlayStation with us. We're like, all right, hold up. Let us finish this game. I Got think we'll pay him Madden or something. So, little brother starts to get annoying. He starts talking all reckless. His dad, his dad yells upstairs with the voice of raw. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Darius, come down here now. Do you know that me and Rashad turned the PlayStation off? Oh, my goodness. We thought we were in trouble (laughs) and scared us so bad. Wow. It was at that point that I realized and recognized the power of a father voice. Yeah, these these dudes don't have father voices no more. They, they yeah. father still at the store. They ain't heard that voice in a long time. Yeah, you gotta have that 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 big dog or that lion uh-huh. in the in the house that's gonna let loose that 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 straighten up or it's not about to go well. Exactly, kind of voice. Exactly. You know? So again, my point is this: please, if you are gonna be in a position of authority, just know your role. That's it. Know your role, know who you are, and everything might turn out a little better. There you go. All right? That's my okay, rant. Amen to that. My boy Devin has a rant, and I am going to sit back and enjoy this one. Oh, go ahead. wow, wow, wow. Well, my, I'm going to be brief with my rant. And it's, it's, it's something that uh, I actually 
have to admit I am at awe at, and that is the Cowboys right now. And me being a, a I admit it, I'm a 49er fan. I'll explain, even though I live in ATL. The 49ers used to be in the same division with the Falcons. This is true. However, the Falcons didn't win, but the 49ers did, so I end up liking the 49ers. They cheated a lot. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it's Joe (laughs) Joe Montana. It's Joe Montana. Joe Montana football was before Madden. I just want to throw that out there. What what you know about Joe Montana football? (laughs) Welcome to Joe Montana football. You can hit the spin button all the way to a touchdown. All the way through. Bring I, Hades y'all, upon uh, y'all, y'all young kids, y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all, no, no. y'all Once know you get mad. to that square, the little circle thing, it was all good. All yeah. right, go ahead. But Joe, okay. So, you know, now the Cowboys in the 90s were the the, the Keeley Hill for the 49ers. It's one Cowboy that, uh, just brief history right quick, that always destroyed the 49ers, and, and it made me not like them. It was Jay Novacek. It was yeah. third and six, third and seven. The 49ers got a chance to close out whoever the Cowboys in, in a particular drive. And Jay freaking Novacek was that white guy that caught the ball and moved the chains. Yeah. And then Emmitt Smith and Michael did their thing. But anyway, anyway, Cowboy Nation is on the rise. They are definitely on and, the rise. And this will be the first time I'm saying this. And, 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 and I'm saying it half-heartedly or acquiescently or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. How about them Cowboys? I, 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 I feel like I'm watching uh, Madden being played right now on Ricky level, watching the Cowboys <laughs> destroy these teams. It's like, I'm like, wow. But, you know, I mean, who has implemented 666? This person's a Cowboys fan. This person's a Cowboys fan. The girl that doesn't even like football is a freaking Cowboys fan. I'm That's like, by goodness. But I guess I'm going to have to deal with it. Because I, I, I think as of today, uh, this weekend, they probably clinched their uh, playoff berth. But more than likely, they're more, 10 and 1. They're 10 and 1. So. Best record in the NFL. Wow. What wow. are we in the nineties? <laughs> the Cowboys have the best record in the NFL, and the Oakland Raiders is next. Oh wow! What world? Am what I world in? are we in, man? Jeez, the Raiders are back. I'm kind of glad about that, though. I, I, I have some friends I that are Raider fans. Black and silver. I respect their fan base. You Shout know. out to Travis. You know. <laughs> that, you know, TJ holds them down. And you know, you Raider Nations with the, uh, the 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 starter jackets that you guys produce for uh, millions of uh, urban kids. You know, we all yeah. had that that Raider starter jacket. Yeah, you know, and we all <laughs> and that nearly Raider got logo. jumped for them. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We, we I mean, we it was a struggle. It's like a you know a Hobbit episode trying to get to school. But yeah, <laughs> when I was when I was slim, man. That's how I stayed slim. I ran every yeah. time I got off the bus because I had a Chicago Bulls starter jacket. Yeah, started. I ran for my life every yeah. day. <laughs> every day. They didn't catch me. I hey. kept that starter jacket. You know what? I think that's why we have the SECC speed down here, you know, because yeah, no those starter jackets. Those are those starter jackets. You know, Florida State, Florida, Miami, there UGA. Is. There you go. See? I appreciate that. You know, um, Dallas Cowboys fans, I'm giving it to them because hey, your team is 10 and 1. I can't hate on you that much. Uh, wow. Y- your fan base is annoying. Very. I'm just going to put that out there. Very However, annoying. you know, hey, talk your talk. Y'all 10 and 1, y'all, man. Y'all earned Y'all been it. waiting on this. Actually, y'all had a good season. What, about two two seasons ago? DeMarco Murray and Tony Romo. Hey, 
Talk how, your talk. How big of an idiot do you think DeMarco Murray feel about himself right now? I don't think he feels like an idiot at all. He got paid. He got paid. But think paid. about it. He go, he could have made money after money as a cowboy great. That's that's true. But he getting paid. He could have immortalized himself. That's true. But he got paid. He got paid. Yeah, okay. He got paid. <laughs> he and if paid. you know DeMarco Murray, you know that boy is frail as a saltine cracker. Oh, man. And he will break easily. So he had to get that money. I don't blame him. Cowboys tried to, you know. They did try him. They, they, you know. They did try him now. Cowboys tried to give him a little small contract. He went for the big contract. I mean, but Zeke is looking him. like uh, Bo Jackson back there, bro. I'm like, good yeah, Zeke gracious. Who's going to stop this big head joker here? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, man, let's move on. That is the Got Beef segment. But I want to get right into the main topic. There are two words that I think are highly overused in society today. Two? Two. One of them is fake. <laughs> the second word is real. Wow. I, real and fake has been labeled on everybody at one time and another, and I'm starting to question how real or fake those labels are. Wow, the integrity of real and fake. Uh, hmm. Yes, the integrity of real and fake. Uh, so, hmm. David, just a real question. Keeping it real. Do you think, I, for example, people like to say real recognize real. What does that mean? What does real recognize real? Okay. All yeah, right. What does this, that mean? Just from my urban background here, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. The urban dictionary. The urban dictionary. Real, you real know. recognize real. I, I, I guess if you are, let's, as we, we said before, about that life and um, you are able to recognize if somebody is, you know, we're kind of in the South and, you know, Southern people have this uh, or northern people may think that with southern people that you could come down and kind of sell them a, a monorail or something just like on the Simpsons episode kind of sell them you know snake oil and they just buy it but some people are kind of able to just tell from jump that's mm -hmm. it, 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 that's just a you know analogy of uh, maybe real recognize real you know who's about what without them tipping their hand so to speak so so real basically I can see how real you are because I'm real. It's got it's, it's got to be that content. But see, I or don't context. know what real is anymore. <laughs> I don't. What people call real, I look at them sometimes. I'm like, is that real? It's funny, you know, because it, it could be uh, just be yourself. But if you be yourself, then if he's real, then what are you? You know. Let me. Oh, let me. Let me Maybe let Kiwi me was on to something there. Let I don't me touch know. on something. Yeah. I realized this not too long ago. I'm a hypocrite. What? I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, I am. I uh, live by as uh, you know a good a code as I can. Okay, is the G code or the Mike Lavelle code? Or uh, man, spiritual code. Just okay. life. Just I try to do the best I can. Yeah. But I will make mistakes, and I will contradict myself. Wow. Okay. Right, and if, if but to by by standards, that's fake. You know, I think that's real. <laughs> you, you you're kind of onto something. What Mike. person doesn't contradict themselves? For example, like all of the 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 knowledge that I have on the relationships between men and women over the years that I've gained. Right. Um, 
to be honest, just about 10 years ago, mm. I was the dude begging a girl not to leave me. Right. Like begging on the phone. Oh, wow. Please don't. I'll do, I'll change. That was me. Wow, that was you. But I can't see you doing I have the OJs. different ideas now. All right. So am I a hypocrite? Am I a fan? Well, I, you probably have to grow. And, and, and what I'm learning now is uh, that integrity, uh, the integrity of those words go by generation. Oh, say more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so okay. depending on the generation you're in determines and, and, and where you are in life determines whether or the continuity of real and fake. That's what and I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, you but, put out the Stephen A word. There. <laughs> continuity. Okay. The unmitigated gall. <laughs> A lot the, you know, okay. But, but uh, I'm just trying to give you an example. Okay. And, and, and here's, here's something a young person may say. A young person may say, uh, or, or or maybe a young lady may say, hey, um, you know, I'm loyal and I'm this type of person, you know, woo, woo, woo. I, you know, if you date me, you know, things will go well. And you're like, okay, all right. Well, just like in any relationship, they're probably going to be ups and downs. But then on the back end, she may say, hey, if you don't do right by me and if I do this and do that, you know, and let another guy, you know, or go where their attention is, is, is driving me, you know, you're going to have to deal with it. So it's kind of like, well, both of those don't go together or help the other argument. But they contradict each other. They contradict each other. But it's kind of like you can be real at this time and deny which you may do later, or if you in the, right. uh, 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 I guess, going through conflict or whatever, which you may do later, or vice versa, you know. And so I just think, depending on the maturity of the person, the generation of the person, where they are, because there's going to be an audience, they say, yeah, that's right. But I, if you're an older person, you kind of think about it and you say, yeah, that's stupid, you know. I totally understand that because, you know, like, for example, a woman can say, oh, one of my best qualities is I'm loyal. Right. I hold my man down. Absolutely. You know, I'm forgiving. And then that man may do something really, really small, like, you know. Very small. Cheat. That, that's small. small. That's small. You know. And then, I cheated and, to get over here. I use GPS. And forgiveness, everything goes out the it window. goes out the window. It's like already a pre-planned installed for you when you messed up, even though you're loyalty. So it's like, okay, are you keeping it real? Are you keeping it yeah, kind of real? Or are you... Yeah, see, I, know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know. Uh, first of all, let me put out this disclaimer: black men don't cheat. Okay, I don't know a black man that has cheated. This is not up for debate. Don't, don't give me, don't give me examples. One. It's, it's, it's just facts. Sorry. Okay, so you cheat yourself. But so, anyway, so to me, that's what I'm saying. I can, I can contradict myself. You know, for example, I don't have a temper. But if I, you know, you push me to the edge and I lash out, was I being fake? Was you being fake? Was you keeping it real? I don't know. I don't know. And then if you don't step up as a man, then people think you're fake. But you say, hey, I don't have a temper. So you was yeah. keeping it real. Uh, so it's like see, see. application, you know. See, see. Or for example, you talked about the generational thing. Uh, you know, just keeping it kind of relationship because that's something everybody can understand. A woman can say, 
uh, I fixed my man's plate. That's keeping it real. It's keeping it real. Back in the seventies and eighties, that's keeping it all the way real. That's programmed. Today, in the you know twenty first century, if a woman says, "I'm in, fixing my man's plate," it's in the microwave. Now, uh, other people gonna look at her like she being fake. She being fake. Like you just putting on a show. She might get counseled by her homegirls that you don't deserve to have your. Of food put on a plate and hand it to you. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm just saying, you can debate me. You can let me know. I think that might be cowgirl nation. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you can let me know if I'm wrong about that. I'm just saying, I don't quite understand. So earlier we was talking, and you brought up an excellent point. There's a phrase that says, when keeping it real goes wrong. Keeping it real goes wrong. David Chappelle tried to tell us the whole time. The whole time. If real is what we all strive to be, quote unquote, why does real go wrong? But you know, in, 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 if you ever see that comedy skit, the real, uh, the, uh, the paranoia from the real created the reality, mm, which is okay. a derivative of real or whatnot. So what she thought was happening, she acted so crazy. And then the guy said, well, shoot, you know, I might as well get with your best friend. And he actually did it. And then she ended up in jail. So it was like, can you keep it real so much that it's your demise? Ooh. Or are you? Can you be so real it hurts you? Until it hurts you. Ooh. 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 Can't turn the I'm, video game off on this one. I'm just saying, you know what? That's probably true because I I know I know a lot of people today, and, and certain things are glorified, not amongst my circle, but some circles glorify. Pettiness. Gang life, yeah. oh yeah. pettiness, right. all that's being well, a real type of pettiness. Yeah. yeah, all that's being real. Right. Well, you could keep it so real that it hurts you. You can be, uh, you know, of course, gang lifestyle. We all know that ends up two places: dead or in jail. Yeah. Even jail. even the OGs have told you that the biggest gangsters in the world have told you that. Right. You could be so petty that a physical altercation is amongst the horizon. Wow. So you could hurt yourself trying to be real. Wolf so ticket. is it okay to be fake sometimes? Ah, conceal oneself. Okay. I'm just saying, at work, are you real or fake? But if you, ooh, ooh, because you're really in survival mode. Yeah. You're just, ooh, trying, yeah. You're just trying to get to the. To the fourth quarter here. Can you be fake to survive? Can you be fake to survive? A lot of animals in the animal kingdom have uh, survived by being uh, what I guess would be punk-ish to, I guess, more predator animals. But they live to pretty much do what a lot of people like to do, eat and mate another day. So, yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a strategy there. I'm just saying. It might be a strategy there. I'm just saying. There's so much emphasis put on real and fake today. I'm not sure which one you're supposed to be labeled as. Because everyone's trying to finish finish the journey, the race, so, you know, get their family or their loved ones to, you know, a particular destination. So, you know, are you, what's your game plan, you know? Keeping it real? Do you go all out, you know, maybe address someone? Yeah, oh, What's him call it down there? He want to fight. He said, you know, he talking about your wife. 
you kind of like, well, you know, let's get everybody and go the other way. Or do you go down the street and, and, and fight big big yeah. boy or whoever? You know, I don't know. You know, do you keep it real and swing on this dude that looks like Mike Tyson? <laughs> do you keep it fake I love those clips on uh, and drive off. <laughs> I just, it's just questions. I mean, it's a lot going it's, on. It's know? fake essential to survival and has real become a a, a, a key component. Of your, of people's demise. Ooh, ooh. Everybody wants me to be real. It's like putting gas in a in a in a car with no steering wheel. You know, your boys telling, "Yo, yo, we need to handle this." Or your girl, let's let's squat. They can't. Let's 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 go finish this. Do you answer the bell? Yeah. Or do you bail out? Yeah, I, I prefer a car with a steering wheel. <laughs> I, I need to maneuver the way I need to maneuver. Because usually the person that's amping you up. Really doesn't have anything to lose, but uh, Ooh, yeah. See, that's another. Thing. That's another. That's another thing. Is so. somebody real? Mm. So real that they try to get you to handle their reality. Wow. Why? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, we might be going a little too deep on this podcast. I hope you're following us here. Yeah. All I'm saying is where this. they at though. People are very judgmental today. One of the biggest ways they judge you is they label you real or fake. I think there's certain cases where labeling me real ain't what I want. Mm. Mm. I think there's certain, and I'm going to tell you, for you guys that want to be married or are married, you're going to have some fake opportunities, and you better take them. You, yeah, you, 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 yeah, they're, they're going to come. You're going to keep it real and argue with your wife in public? Or you just gonna forgive and forget? <laughs> Take the standing eight count. Yeah. Take the standing eight count. Live to go to the next round. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I just want people to think. All this judging going about, going around about real and who's fake. Mm, see, now you're getting into are there different types of judge mentality? You know, a person may say, "Well, you know, he's orange." And, you know, that might be considered judgmental. But if the, another person may say, well, they do that because they are orange or he is orange, you know, and uh, or whatever. So that gets into different. It's called a matter of fact judgmentality. So, you know, that's, that's good. I like that. <laughs> because you know what? You can say, Mike, you fake. Right. And right. I'm going to be ready to uh, get into fisticuffs. Right. But I don't. Because I can't go to jail. I don't have time for that. Um, but you can say, Mike, I think you fake because you don't yell at your wife when she gets on your nerves. I will happily tell you I'm fake. <laughs> I'm fake then because I ain't going to do it. There you you know understand what I'm saying? I like where you're going with that. Hey, I'm just saying we put a lot of judgments out there hey. about real and fake. Yes, sir. Sometimes we need to understand what we're debating here. Yeah, yeah. That's it's big, a lot of real people. It's a lot of real people in the grave. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Keep it real goes wrong. Keeping it real goes wrong. Wu Tang. <laughs> Respect my authority. All right. So I said all that to say, man. Let's lighten it up. Of course, this is a sports podcast. Let's do some judging. We're gonna do some judging here on the podcast today. We may not agree about everything, but I want to hear what you. Uh, believe here. So we're going to figure out who is real 
And who is fake? Oh, boy. All right. We're going to just talk about some random things going on in sports. We're going to see who real and who fake. We talked about Dallas Cowboys earlier. Let's go ahead and start with them. Is How about the Dallas Cowboys? Cowboys are 10 and 1. He, he, throws good, he, fact, he throws beautiful football. Let me rephrase that. That was my Jerry Jones. The, the Dallas Cowboys are on a 10-game winning streak. Woo! 10. Could have been 11. For but. people that don't watch football, it's only 16 games in the season. <laughs> they are on a 10-game winning streak. Are the Dallas Cowboys better or the does their does their record reflect who they are? Or is their record better than who they are? Are the Dallas Cowboys a real team or are they fake? I would say I would say they are they're real. Okay. But however, uh if I I have to see them go against you know your your New England's, they I believe they beat Pittsburgh um which was a true test of whatnot. Now a lot of a lot of the games the football could have bounced, you know, this way or that way, but guess what? As uh I think Bill Parcell says, uh you are what your record say you are. And I and I think in this case they they they, they are. You know, I mean, their division with the Giants, the Eagles, mm. and the Redskins. I mean, those guys are, you know, like brother and sister fight. You know, a yeah. lot of yeah, a lot of people you know, may say, you mean brother versus brother? No, if you have a sister, if you ever fought your sister, I mean, those are not, you've seen, you've seen the Simpsons. Those are knockdown, yeah. drag out fights. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I got, I got to give it to those guys. I mean, they got the tight end, they got Cole Beasley taking the intermediate routes. That's true. They got Des, they got, uh, the guy Terrence, uh, learning from his mistakes. Yeah. I mean the O line. You got that. Oh, their O line is a beast. Their O line is something to deal with, man. Wow, wow. And, 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 but they can be touched. They can be touched, and that's what I think everybody is kind of waiting on that that shoe, the other yeah. shoe to drop. There, they can be touched. To me, a lot of times I I see them as a, a, a Atlanta Falcons, maybe a poor man's version of the Cowboys. So I mean. It's not we really poor because I, I love to have that O line. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I got to, I got to give them the uh, the the real deal here, man. So for you, the Dallas Cowboys are for real. I mean, as as a as a you know Forty er or Atlanta Falcon fan, uh, you know, I I got I got to give it to them, man. Okay. okay. Not that I want to. It's just hey, I, I, I guess I'm trying to keep it real here. All right, I'll be the I'll be the bearer of. Of negativity hits, please. I think they're fake. Oh. I think Dallas Cowboys are fake. Oh, and it's only because now. Don't get me wrong. I respect what Ezekiel Elliott is doing. I respect what Dak Prescott is doing. Um, but I think those guys get a lot of shine that that O line deserves. Right. Like that O line is monstrous. I, I agree with you. And and here's the deal. I'm not sure if they're going to do well in the playoffs because people will have time to study what they do. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if what they're doing, I know they're getting by and they're winning last minute, you know, heroics and stuff like that. So I can kind of see where you're going. You know, I I, I see where you're going. Trust me. They have a winning formula. And and I'm telling you as Atlanta Falcon, which they tried to sabotage. If the Atlanta Falcons see the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, I am nervous. Because that team can run the ball 
and the Atlanta Falcons are not heavy enough, strong enough mm. to battle with that O-line. Mm. I say all that to say. But Dallas has no defense. Uh, here are the teams that Dallas Cowboys have played, and I get to my point. All right, they played the Giants. That's their one loss. Mm. All right. So they played the Redskins twice, beat them twice. Uh, well, they beat everybody else, of course. So they played the Redskins, Chicago Bears, 49ers, Bengals, Trash. Packers, Trash. Eagles, Browns, Trash. Steelers, mm. Ravens. Mm. Their game uh, coming up when this podcast drops is the Vikings, who mm. may be their first test on defense. Uh, but the Vikings have took a bit of a slide. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys on their offensive yeah, line. Yeah, they lost way too much. I'm sorry. Where is the statement game? Now, I know you mentioned Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh ain't that – I mean – Their defense is atrocious. Their, their defense is terrible. We can start on them. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can start on them. Um, I'm just calling them fake for that reason. Mm. They just, to me – uh, they remind me last year of the NFC South. The NFC South had wow. a cakewalk of wow. a schedule. Wow. Um, the Panthers proved me right. Uh, proved me wrong in the playoffs. Right. That even though they lost in the Super Bowl, they proved me wrong in the playoffs. Right. Right. But it got considerably harder for the Panthers in the playoffs. It did. It did. With the Dallas Cowboys, I think it's going to get considerably harder, and I'm not sure that they're going to be able to battle test it. it right 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 but we shall see i'm not taking nothing away from y'all 10 and 1 record you can't take away wins no you can't no you can't i just think you may be a little fake for that record a little, uh, zubic, uh cubic zarconi I, here. I will even go as far as this you the dallas cowboys have a better record than the new york giants i will go as far as say if the new york giants met the dallas cowboys in the mm. playoffs wow I think the New York Giants would probably going to be uh, Mr. T versus Rocky the first go around. You dig? <laughs> you dig? If you don't know that reference, use your Googles. <laughs> Clever Lang, folks. All right. So, uh, okay. Okay. I told you it might be a little debate. We ain't going to always agree. All right. All right. Let's stay a little home. Let's, let's stay a little home. Home pick. Um, Dwight Howard, who I cannot stand this. I, I have not. I can't stand Dwight Howard for a long time, even when he was in Orlando. <laughs> signed to Atlanta. I, I was mean, almost sick to Jameer my stomach. Nelson had a, Jameer Nelson they had a pretty yeah. interesting combination. Yeah. Two, yeah. Two, two, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Turgaloo. Turgaloo. Yeah. yeah. You know. So so he signed to my Atlanta Hawks. I was sick to my stomach for like a week. Wow. Um, lost Al Horford. However, yeah, and we lost Al Horford in exchange for that. However, what Al Horford has brought to this team, he almost has rejuvenated his career. Well, Dwight, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What Dwight Howard has brought to this team. Right. He's almost rejuvenate his career. Right. But we've also seen him be the same type of player in other places. So, mm. is Dwight Howard's play real or fake? Are we going to see the real Dwight Howard stand up soon? Well, here's the deal. And it's, it's one simple answer. Mama's watching. So when mama's watching, oh, <laughs> he is closer to mama. Now. Mama's watching. She gonna tell you, you know, hey, you, I, I raise you. I, I know when you, when you're quitting and when you, when you're doing your best. Ooh, so it's I, hard to quit in front of mama. Can't quit in front of mama. It's hard to quit in front of mama. And auntie, you know, everybody's got that one auntie that just, you know, digs in a little extra, but uh, you know, might not even know about sports. But 
yeah, I, 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 I'm liking what I've seen from um, the White, the Hawks. I mean, they're standing up to. Uh, they beat Cleveland. Yeah, they did. They they say they now, handed like said, Cleveland their behind uh, third or fourth game or something like that. But um, yeah, uh, his presence, man, I, and and it's kind of like I almost wish Teague would have stayed. You know, uh, Schroeder. If we could have kept both of those guys, but would have been great. Yeah. It would have been great. Schroeder has the uh, a little immaturity, but he was uh, and and I hate ESPN for this. Sometimes they can show favoritism to the more the marketable team team, which was Golden State. Yeah, but Schroeder was kicking Golden's. I mean, uh, yeah, Golden State's behind. I mean, he was shaking, baking them. And Truth I was be told, like, if you watch that game, Schroeder outplayed the chef. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He outplayed the yeah. show. He 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 went in the kitchen and he looked in the opened the <laughs> oven and looked at it and the cake fell. I mean, yeah. He 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 picked the lid off the pot. Everybody knows how mama say don't do that, but he did it. And and Chef Curry just looked and didn't say nothing. Yeah. But uh yeah, but the white man, he's he's giving those guys a toughness. He's letting Millsap do his thing. Uh I, I, I'm just I'm a little I'm a little surprised, but I I I hate to say it. I mean, he came to Atlanta. The brother found the backbone, man. I, I mean, he's, yeah. the 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 boy is jamming. I mean, he's doing his thing. So, uh, you gonna say his play is real? His play is uh, real, but his career, however, is fake. Yeah, I Big mean, fake. I mean, the Houston stint, the LA stint. You know, is is it was it was it was really bad. Yeah. You know, he he. I mean, it got on. Uh, you know, the TNT show and had to give like an audition oh, of yeah. why he acted the way he yeah. acted. You know, so I mean, that's a lot of years, uh, Dwight, to just kind of, you know, know you kind of play half hearted. But uh, so I guess I'm giving a you know two answers. Like uh, his what he's doing right now is real. But his career is is fraudulent. Okay, all right. I, I have no problem saying that um, uh, his play right now is real, and I'm gonna tell you why. One simple reason: he is no longer viewed, in my opinion, by anyone. Maybe in in basket in actual coaches' rooms and and actual professional NBA locker rooms, he is not viewed as a superstar anymore. He's not elite anymore. What? Nah, he's not viewed as a Man, people will take Hassan Whiteside over Dwight Howard any day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Wow. Right? Man, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm just and, – yeah. and you can understand what's it. The, what's the big boy down there in uh, Nolens here? Uh, oh, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Oh, the fragile one. But that hey, – when he – He's a beast, though. He's a beast, beast. though. So, uh, I'm just I, I see where you're going. What there's a lot of centers now. Yeah, yeah. You got to think about it. Dwight Howard was yeah, the most Jordan. dominant player yeah. before LeBron James came. Wow. Think about it. Think about it. You're right. Now, I'm not saying he's the best player, but the most dominant, when he wanted to dominate a game, he could do it. He could do it. It was Dwight. Yeah. That's no longer. Did he so, ever become a, uh offensive weapon? Did he, no. Did he? Never. No. He didn't work on it. He didn't work mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. He didn't work on it. Uh, which, which is kind of good because he got uh, a coach here in Atlanta who – Teaches and you can see differences in Dwight. Mm. He doesn't have down post moves. I thought I might see it. He don't. He was in Houston. He was with yeah. Elijah one. Come on. Yeah. 
But he does. He moves with the ball now. He moves without the ball. It's. It's. it's I, I've noticed that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's. It's different. So I'm gonna say that his play right now is real, but it's only real because he's been able to be his true self now, which is, I'm a center. I'm gonna whoop most of your centers' butts every night. Right. Uh, but you can only really count on me for about fourteen and twelve. Which, is, to be honest, yeah, is exactly what Atlanta needs. It, it, However, right. we lost a lot offensively when Al Horford. Left. Right, right. But defensively, what we gotten in Howard, I right. say his play is real. Mm. I see what you see now is the real Dwight Howard. I agree with that, and and, and I think what we're kind of looking at, Dwight is a guy that you can't let him kind of think too much, mm-hmm. and a little bit you do give him. You know, just kind of let him think about rebounding and, and, and you know, setting picks or whatever the case may be in blocks and keep it simple and, and just kind of, you know, point-wise, you know, it's okay for you to get garbage points. Right. And, and I think he's comfortable with that. He has the potential to do more. And, you know, maybe we were being not real to ourselves by trying to make him a score. Ooh. You know, ooh, ooh, ooh. maybe he's yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, maybe we ask too much of him. He asked because too much what we asking him to do now is what he did in Orlando. Yeah, which is patrol that paint. We're gonna surround you with shooters. Right. You get your spots. You look for your spots. Right. But you always gonna have a kick out man. We're gonna give you space. Yeah. This is exactly what he has here. He it had absolutely. no space in yeah, Houston. Absolutely. Absolutely. Him and James Harden was oh, in the same spot that every was horrible. play. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, my goodness. Every play. So, okay, I think we'll agree. His play right now is real, but his career career is fake. It is fake. Yep. All right, man, so we'll we'll do one more. We'll do one more. We'll see if we squeeze in two. You want to talk about Romo? All right. No. What what, what, what were you going to say? Yeah, let's let's go Romo. Because that speech. Tony Romo, I don't know if you guys heard his speech. Tony Romo gave a speech basically where he was basically handing the keys over to the team to Dak Prescott. Do you think that speech was real or was he faking? <laughs> I think whoever wrote it down on the paper, <laughs> that was the only realest part about that speech. I have never seen a grown man do something that he absolutely did not want to do, but went ahead and did it. I mean, it was like a kid when your mama told you, hey, go ahead and hug your, your little brother over there or your little sister over, yeah. over there and, and, and uh, fix your face. I mean, he was disgusted. And I didn't I did not know that Romo, from my understanding, is actually married into Jerry Jones family. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, oh, that's what was on my. So you know, here it Nepotism. is. Right. Okay, yeah, hey, you know, Texas style. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he had to take yeah, that L. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that speech was fake, but I think he he did. Um, could it be possible that he did it for a team that he loves? Very possible. Mm. Very possible, but. That speech was so fake. It was so fake. And I tell people, like a lot of people said, well, Tony Romo's had his chances. Let me tell you something true. I um, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but if you really do some research on Tony Romo and look at where he came from, where he started, how he's done in the NFL, this guy's career is good. It, it's good. He gets more shade than he should. Be, here's the deal. I, I agree absolutely what you said. 
But with Romo was was he an overachiever? A little bit. Yes. Absolutely. He was he was he was a fake Brett Favre. Meaning if you put him in those key moments, key moments almost every time you knew that he was I mean from dude, you fumbled the extra point. Oh, you yeah, fumbled the extra that. point. Yeah. And the funny part, he almost got in, but he, yeah. because he was slow, he got a clip. So it's it's just things that, you know, people just like, dude, he's about to throw a pick oh, in five, four, three. Yep, there he goes. That's yeah. interesting. He is the unhealthy version of Brett Farr. Brett yeah. Farr stayed on the field. He stayed on the field. So he was able to show you more good Absolutely. to counteract with the bad. Absolutely. Tony Romo hasn't been on the field Enough. Gets I mean, you got to think about it. Fragile. Tony Romo's what, 36? Maybe a little older. But, yeah, I All think right. you're I think you're right. I'm, I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah. But Tony Romo is well in his 30s, mm-hmm. but he's only really been the starter for this team maybe eight years, something he, like I, that. I, I, really, I really argue that he, he overachieved. I mean. I, he I overachieved. He, yeah. At the, at, I'm going to tell you something. At the height of Tony Romo's career, he was a top ten quarterback. Yeah, yes. I mean, we can. Uh, yes, we, we'll have we to go take back. away the wins and loss, playoff losses. He he balled out. Look at December his was yeah. was just his worst month. Yeah. to play football. Yeah. You know, but, but, but it he was balled just out. Him, that whole team let him down a lot of times. He did. Yeah, think about it too. Remember that year when Demarco <laughs> yeah. Murray went off, Austin Miles. When, when Demarco Murray went off that year, mm-hmm. and they made it to the playoffs, right? Like Tony Romo had a really good year, barring a dumb call by the referees, which I right, still think that's a right, catch. Let's right, be honest, right, right. That's a win for Tony Romo. That it it is. He threw that. He made that play. It is. It is. Are we talking differently about him. I'm just saying. My point is, I think Tony Romo gets more flack than he should get. I think he can play some more in the NFL. I don't know how high of a level because he's been injured. But he didn't want to sign over this team to no yeah. Dak Prescott. And I yeah. can tell you that right now. He's yeah. looking at this line, and he's looking at Ezekiel Elliott like, I can hand off the ball. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott has over 240 carries already. Wow. He's going to hit 300 carries. Oh, yeah. All right. Y'all going to tell me this team is relying on Dak Prescott? Mm. No. No. You can look at Dad's numbers. You can, yeah. And, and, and you know, they got a couple of guys to, to move the chain, but – uh, you know, Dak, don't screw it up. Okay. Okay, coach. Yeah, that's basically and, what it is. And and hand it to Zeke. And, you know, is Dak the future? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is everything that was in Tony Romo's speech real? Absolutely. Did he want to give it? Nope. Yep. Tony Romo would be just fine coming back in here and taking his team back over. Where would he go, though? Where would he go? I'm, I'm, Next year? Yeah. That's a good question. I honestly believe that he will end up as a New York Jet. Because New York Jets has so much invested in that team right now, they can't rebuild next year. Mm. So they need, and all That's they deep. really need is a quarterback to compete. That's deep. That's deep. I was thinking Denver, but you may be right. Yeah, see, I don't know if Denver. Denver's the same team that had enough faith in Trevor Simeon. And Trevor Simeon. He's improving. Got, yeah, Trevor Simeon got him at a 7 4 record. We all looked at them and was like, Trevor Simeon? Really? Tre- who? And he's playing. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that Tony Romo's gone. I just don't know where he goes. Mm. But I, my bet is New York Jets. Mm. Cause it, Question. If Zach 
got hurt, twisted ankle, and Ooh. Romo went back in. Would they give the uh, the the position back to Zach? Oh, to Dak. Dak, Dak. I said Zach. Yeah, his Dak. name is Dak. It's weird. Um, sorry, Dak. It sorry, just is. sorry, your name Dak. Is Dak. It's like naming your child Odell. <laughs> um, I don't think they give it back to Dak Prescott. Wow, interesting. I don't think they give it back. I think Jared Jones loved Tony Romo enough. And don't get me wrong, I'm gonna tell you to find that out true. The way this team is playing and the schedule they're playing, Tony Romo getting wins. Oh yeah. He can wins. Might yeah. he lose you a game or two? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Ugh. they may not be 10 and 1. Yeah. They probably would have at least eight wins right now. Yeah, at least. At least. Eight and three? Sounds pretty good to me. All right, man. Let's let's ask one more one more question. Let's see if this is real or fake. Josh Norman, uh, he went from the Carolina Panthers to the Washington Redskins. A lot of people have questioned his skill level. Is his skill level of an elite quarterback, cornerback, real or fake? Wow. That's a, that's I'm a, a pretty good question. I'm going to start off because I have a lot to say about it. I think, uh, I think Norman's skill level is real. I think I agree. he gets a lot of flack for plays that are not under his control. Right. Um, I think he gets a lot of flack for moving into a new system. Right. Uh, I think he gets a lot of flack for being in a good front seven in, in Carolina. But I've seen Josh Norman play uh, Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Odell Baller. Beckham. Yeah, You're not going to stop Julio from getting his. You're not going to stop A.B. from getting his. Don't, don't You're not going to stop yourself. Odell from getting his. Right. But if you pay attention, Josh Norman severely limits those guys. You know what? And I was wondering because I was looking at Dez's uh, numbers uh, this this past uh, weekend, and I don't think Dez got over a hundred yards. He didn't have elite numbers, right? So, in my opinion, he even though they got the win, but Dez Bryant was affected. Yeah, and right. I'm like, hmm, hmm, you know. I think it's fun to jar with Josh Norman because he will jaw back with you. Oh, absolutely. And he's going to come at you. He's going to fight but, you. But um, people like, to me, Josh Norman, uh, Brent Grimes, they're going to catch a lot of flack. But a lot of stuff isn't their fault. Right. I agree. I mean, Josh Norman travels the field. That's difficult. Your favorite cornerback don't travel the field. Right. And I have a lot of respect for people like Rich Sherman. And he sticks his head in there, Josh Norman. He'll stick yeah. his head in there yeah. and uh, try to slow slow up the 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 biggest running back or biggest yeah. receiver. So, so let's, let's. I mean, just throwing out them cornerbacks. Revis is getting older, right? Uh, Richard Sherman does not travel the field. He does. He does sometimes, but he, it's not as strong. He's, he's been he's been exposed a little. He's bit. been exposed if he travels, right? Uh, Patrick Peterson will travel, right? Uh, but the Falcons have embarrassed him so much. Ooh, I don't, he didn't talk. Just, uh, he didn't talk this week, this time. Uh, and I love Patrick Peterson. Let me not say embarrassed. That's too far. That's right. too far. Uh, he don't want to see the Falcons no more. <laughs> it's and that he man again, Mama. He don't. He don't want to see the Falcons no more. But he's a good cornerback. I'm sitting over here just going down line like I love Desmond Trufant. He travels the field. You don't hear his name too much. Like Josh Norman to me is worthy of that elite cornerback label. I just mm. think he gets a lot of flack because he jaws about it. Well, here's the deal. A, a lot of times people 
want uh one uh, uh um they judge an elite corner by not allowing the person to get any yards or catches. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what it should go by is impact. And yeah. were you where's was that person able to make a big impact? And if you modify them to maybe remember he's a number one, so if you modify him to have number C uh excuse me, number two numbers, mm-hmm. you kinda you know, you kinda did your job because the uh the the offense, or excuse me, the NFL is catered for a lot of offense. Yeah. So you're you're at a disadvantage, and maybe a lot of guys, especially younger guys, judge a cornerback by one on one, you know, one on one, comp uh, 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 battles or what yeah. have you. So people judge it by um, Madden standards. By Madden standards, absolutely. And he's like staying in his right line. here, right? Number right, one cornerback. Right, he right, doesn't move. Like, it's right. Not, it's not that case. It's not that case. The wide receiver moves around all, all right, kind of places. Right. Yeah, some are even in motion. Yeah. Real plays, screen plays. Right, like, it's hard. It's hard. You it's know, hard. got linemen running after you. So I'll take Josh Norman, and I and I Ooh. and I add this part on here. If you look at Josh Norman's play, what happened to Carolina? Uh, now that he's gone, I don't right. think they're going to make the playoffs. Julio put a three hundred burger on them boys. <laughs> three hundo. And, 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 and what did Josh say? You get what you pay for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think he's real. I, I believe he's an elite cornerback. I I I I I I tip my hat to the, uh to that too. I think he's a he's real, he's a real deal, very physical. Uh but you know, as long as he stays in his lane, plays his game, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna continue to make an impact. Totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right, man. So that's our judgment. We went real of fate. Uh, uh, hope you learned something. We had way more to talk about, man. <laughs> uh, uh, the Clippers are a great Ooh. team, supposedly. Uh, you know, man, suppo- supposedly Tom California Brady is the leader of the MVP race. Uh, How? Houseway. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets are a good team. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No longer the Bobcats. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Bobcats, let's move on. Of course, our last. And most popular segment of this podcast is called the Man Law Violation segment. Man Law. Ladies and ladies enjoy this part because we hold men accountable. And uh they get to learn something too. You have no morals. All right. So we're gonna play a clip of Charles Barkley speaking about his friendship with Michael Jordan. Love talking to this guy. Always enjoy his company. Consider him a friend. Uh, Kenny Smith recently revealed, by the way, that he and Michael Jordan have replaced, uh, have repaired their relationship for a while. Charles and Michael Jordan weren't talking, and Kenny told TMZ that they've now met and are buddies again. Charles, thank you as always for making time with us. How how did that go? I, I know that you were critical of some of Michael's GM moves, and he didn't think you should be critical, and there was some iciness there. Uh, how did you guys end up fixing that? <laughs> well, let me say this, Dan. I love Michael. I miss Michael's friendship. Uh, he was a great friend to me for a long period of time. Uh, and I love him and I miss him like a brother. But uh, we just happen to be at the same place. So we have not uh, – I would love to mend that relationship. Uh, but we just happen to be at the same place and we took a picture together. It was a public forum. Like I say, I wish Michael nothing but the best. I love him like a brother, uh, but we we are not back 
to where we used to be. That bums me out, Charles. It really does because and I and you're not you're not sensitive at all. And I feel like Michael's Michael's too sensitive on that stuff. You've told us before your job is to be critical and to be honest in times that you think that critical honesty is required. And he was doing a cruddy job as the GM. Why does he view that as such a betrayal? Well, I think that some people, when you're their friend, they expect you to have their back no matter what. And part of my job was part of my job sucks sometimes when I have to criticize people I like or a friend. And and what I said about Michael, he has to he had to do a better job of putting people around him because I thought he had too many people around him who just did what he said do. And he took it personal. He went. He got really angry. And that was actually the first time I'd seen him or spoken to him in years. Uh, and, and like I said, it was a public forum. And he, we 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 just said hello. We took a picture together. So I think Kenny jumped the gun. I would love to be friends with Michael again. I miss his friendship. He was always like a brother to me. Um, uh, and like I say, I miss that. Uh, but hey, man, I, I I feel like I have to do my job. And I told. And I've told people, I, I really missed the guy because he was like a brother to me for, for 30 years. Um, but he got upset at me, and we haven't spoken. That was the first time I'd seen him and spoken to him in years. Was it awkward? Yes, it was awkward. It was awkward because I didn't know what to do. You know, like, right. normally, like, if I, every time I see Dan, like, if I saw you in Atlanta, uh, excuse me, in Miami, I just, we just shoot it like we had seen each other all the time, Stewie. Yep. And, like, and me and Michael are like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't think he knew what to do. And we shook hands and took a picture, and that was pretty much it. Man, so that, that, I got number love for the guy. That never happens to you, does it, Charles? Like, when do you have – you're so good with celebrities, so good with people. Does that ever happen to you where you feel awkward socially around someone? That was the first time that I had been – that was a weird, weird, really weird for me. Because like I can say, he went off on me. And then I had not seen him in many, many years, and uh, like I say, uh, it, it was it was weird. Um, but like I say, I love the guy and wish him nothing but the best. And uh, like I say, Dan, I, I'm not even sure how to explain the situation. It just is what it is. All right, we'll move on. Well, uh, can I ask one more question? Because I'm curious, Charles. I was wondering, sure. uh, it, would it take an apology from you that you're unwilling to give, <laughs> Cody? Good question, Charles. That's not. Uh, that's a great question. Let me just say this: I'm not going to apologize for doing my job. Now, if I did something wrong, that would be a totally different animal. But to answer your question, I'm not going to apologize for doing my job. It's that's a, not going to happen. A- so, this part we see Charles Barkley. He admitted that his friendship with Michael Jordan has been strained over the years. Right. Uh, he attributed right. it to his critiques of Michael Jordan. As a brother. Uh, um, his critiques of his management skills when he had the Charlotte Bobcats. Um, Michael Jordan took offense to that. Uh, probably felt like he shouldn't have said some things. They haven't been cool since. Wow. And I did a little research. It looks like that's the comments probably happened around 2007. All right. I so want to say I remember that. That's nearly 10 years. Right. Is Charles Barkley in violation of man law because he publicly criticized his friend or, or, or is Michael <laughs> Jordan, the great one, 
in violation of man law for holding a grudge when his friend was just doing his job. Wow. Wow, wow. We just talk about man law violations. Yeah, I, I, I see. I, I mean. Who's in violation? Somebody I, is. I, I say the flag has got to be thrown on Mike here. Uh, I, I commend Barkley. Uh, I mean, you can hear it in his voice. I mean, he's, tell, he's, he's saying that the guy's like a brother. I miss his friendship. I, I, I long for it. He's helped me. And, and, and as a brother, he's kind of he's saying that, you know, as a brother now, your friends, they're not doing you right. And if you kind of get your yes men friends, you know, they're just, yeah. I mean, because you you that dude, so they're going to hang with you. It's not that they're bad, but they're, they, they don't have a backbone, you know, yeah. and they just want the money to keep coming in. So, I mean, he didn't say all that, but he kind of, you know, insinuated those things. And, I mean, come on, Mike, really? I mean, it was the Bobcats. I mean... It's kind of like you may be mad, but then you have to ask yourself, but is he lying though? I mean, you guys uh, been atrocious. Your team was the Bobcats. It was named the Bobcats. Come on. Yeah, that's you a know. horrible name, first of all. It's <laughs> right up there with Pelicans. <laughs> Matter of fact, Somebody the Pelicans got to are worse. That to me. Yeah. The Pelicans are worse. And then it's the Bobcats. Yeah, absolutely. What what New Orleans needs to do is get the name Jazz back. Absolutely. And Utah needs to change their name to the mountains or something. Yeah. This would need to happen. Please. Bobcats and Pelicans we'll should not be petition. NBA teams. Just sign the petition. When you have a worse mascot than hockey. Wow. All hockey teams. <laughs> and one of their teams is the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> or something like that. All right. You, Even Mighty Ducks. Uh, yeah, a Mighty fake team. Ducks is better than that. I'll man. take a duck. Over the Bobcats. Over a, a Bobcat and a Pelican. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's move on. Right. Uh, but I, let me ask you a question now. Would you mind if your friend critiqued you in public? Now, that's here's that's the case. He said, I, I, I was doing my job. So if I, I'm doing my job and I critique you, Devin, in public. Hey, let's say you gonna here. You going to be okay? Let's say here. Hey, man, you know, you threw a key interception. You didn't check down to the running back here. Uh, you should know that by now. You know, if you say that and that's your job, I mean, it's on tape, it's on record, everybody see it. It's like, you know, I mean, Mike's just really saying what he saw. And that's his job to say Charles, what he said. Yeah. Now, he maybe went a little too in-depth as far as what goes on in the front office, but, I mean, it, that's his job to report it. So for you to hear it like that, I, I, but knowing Barkley, he probably would have said it to his face, too. That's true. Should, should you send me a text message or something? Yeah, like, text. hit me up and be like, hey, man, this is what we got to talk about. I mean, <laughs> come on now. You know what you're going to talk about on, on TNT. Well, and you all know. They hit him up and be like, hey, man, I got I to gotta speak about this, you know. They get a heads up. Was it like a blind side? It, it, it was blind side. I mean, he, yeah. he didn't. Uh, That's your friend now. He didn't sugarcoat it there. He, he slipped that you right need on a heads in. Heads up. <laughs> your friend should always give no you a pillow heads talk. Up. I mean, he, he got him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, if 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 you had that, I, I liken it to this because we're talking about man law, right? Man, not law. just right and wrong. Man law is different. Your boy. Yeah. If if. If you doing something at home and your mama is on the way and you don't want your mama catching you doing it. 
No, you really don't. I, and I know your mama's what coming. What is he doing in there? I gotta, get, I gotta tip you off. I got, hey, mom's coming. Your mom coming. I hey, just seen your, him. Your wife's coming. Hey, you know. Hey, you might know. want to get that other car out the driveway. Yeah, yeah you, know. you know something. Uh. All right. Could Charles have tipped Mike off and say, "Hey, man, I got to talk a little negatively about you. This is my job." But you know, he, I guess the deal is. Here's the deal. If 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 you're telling me my fi- my friends are fake, but when I go to work, I don't have the ability maybe to know they're fake, you know? So I'm kind of like, okay, everybody's looking at me. Do you think I'm fake? Am I the yes man? Who who are you talking? Who is he talking about? So I'm thinking Mike was uncomfortable and it just kind of like, Ooh, well, I don't know Mike? who to be mad at, so let me be mad at Bark. Oh, like like Barkley made a point, but he put Mike in a he, tough situation. He put him in a tough situation. Charles Barkley was so real, he made he Mike was, deal with reality. He, woo! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Space um, jams. So you're saying Mike violated man law? He did. Okay. He, he 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 did he he did he, he I mean come on man you can't hold a grudge on your boy from thirty years <sighs> for ten years you can't man even the the pettiest women do not do that and I'm not bashing women I'm yeah. not please don't no. yeah but I'm just saying oh man this is this is interesting it, it's, this it's, is possibly the hardest man diva. law violation that man I've diva. ever had to address on this show man diva here. Um, I right now am gonna go with Charles Barkley violated man. Ooh, that might be a first here. Um, th- yes, this is your job, but you got friends. You ain't getting fired out TNT. Mm. Uh, there's way to PC answer, and Barkley has proven that he knows how to PC answer. Okay. Uh, he's learned it over the years. Did you have to call out your homeboy in such a way? Mm. It wasn't just uh man, you making bad moves. You drafted Kwame Brown. You did this. It I mean you called but out. But was his it a circle. good move though? No, I'm messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you called out his circle. I believed in that. It's like you said, Charles Barkley was being real, but he wasn't the one that had to deal with the reality of it. Like mm. the people working around, like imagine Michael Jordan walking in the office the next day. And people looking at him funny. Mm. Like, oh, am I the yes man? Because uh, I, I did just say yes. But you did put your homeboy in a, in a funny position. Man, you know, that's a good point. So man. so for that it's reason, to see what you're saying here. I have to say man law, man law reasons. I got to say Charles Barkley was wrong just because I think he put his friend in a uncomfortable position that he may not have tipped his friend off. At. And, and, and you're, you're pretty much just saying that Give me that direct courtesy call. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you if you say it again, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Allow me to. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you gonna if you gonna uh, uh, set a, 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 a campfire in my backyard, can you at least let me know so I can do some prep work? You know. What? So that you don't you burn the house right. down. You might be right. Did, that's that's just me. Like, can you give me a courtesy call? I'm not sure that Charles Barkley gave a courtesy call. I think Charles Barkley was like, "This is my job," and I talked about my job. What's your issue? You being hiding behind his job? Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. Ooh, and is he saying something out loud that he really wanted to say in private? Mm. I'm just saying. Um, Keep your house clean. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you was doing your job, but was it worth messing up a friendship? Mm. Mm. I don't know. But then again, like I said, the way Charles is talking, he looking like, man, I was just doing my job. So I, I Well, and he went as far as, I mean, the guy called him out. He went as far as and say, Hey, is there like a would you would you give an apology? And he, yeah. he could have took the high road. And he didn't. He said, I ain't apologize for doing my job. And, and which I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with. I'm glad you said that. I can yeah. respect that. It's like, look, I, I believe what I say. What exactly. I said. So mm. I don't know. Listen, you guys gotta tweet me. We're at a standstill. Mm. I don't know. I'm befuddled here. Did both of them violate man law? Man divas. Is the great one being sensitive? Ooh. Uh. Wow. I've always said that I don't think Michael Jordan could play in this era because I don't know if he could deal with social media. Wow. I say the same thing, but a different reason because I feel like everyone now have the strengthening tools that maybe he have. And, you know, a lot there are a lot of people that can do things like Mike, you know. That's true. That's I don't know about the killer instinct part. That's it. I'm just going to say. You know, I I've don't know about the killer instinct I've part. I've only seen two killer instincts in my life at that level. Yeah. That is Jordan and Kobe. And AI. That is it. Yeah. What about AI? No. No? Ugh. Now you about to get some tweets here. And that's my, that's my favorite player of all time. Not 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 at that level. Because he couldn't will his team to win even though he's by himself. Jordan to me could will his team to win even though he had talent around him. What about Kobe? But look what AI Kobe had. Told, Kobe had Smush. To- he had a guy on his team named Smush. Smush. But he his had Lamar Odom. Smush. <laughs> but, he had, but, but AI had Eric Snow. Eric Snow was talented for what he did. What did he do? Play defense and 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 oh, uh, wow. and uh, what's my other man? Uh, Tyrone Hill. Yeah, Tyrone Hill was the, the most. And that's uh, it. Looked like one of the monsters. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he's a skeletal. Uh, okay, that's another good question. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe AI had that killer instinct. Um, I just don't think it was at the level like Jordan and Kobe was at a level that's kind of unprecedented. The, the only thing it's like I, take I, I give you that, and, and I'm not even an AI lover, but the only reason I say AI, because to me, Jordan and Kobe was a little overkill. AI was a killer, but Jordan and Kobe were like predator hunters. You okay, know what I'm I saying? totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But, but, but AI was kind of like, I do it for recreation. You know, I mean, I, I put AI in the same box that I put uh, uh, Russell Westbrook. They both got that yeah instinct in them. Yeah, absolutely. But not many people got that Jordan. That Jordan is something else. Absolutely. I, yeah. And and for young people, you haven't watched it. I I seen it. I hated Jordan as a kid because it too. didn't. It, I admit he beat yeah. Dominique. What? I can't tell you how many times Atlanta was beating the dog mess out of. Uh, Chicago Bulls for three quarters. All the highlight reels on the Hawks. And then Jordan, Jordan. just 
his a look on his face just changes. Yeah. And you knew you lost. You was done. It's like how do you dunk on my whole team? <laughs> you knew you lost. You don't get that anymore with anybody. I was a Jordan fan when he came back. When he came back, I, I and I, and when Kobe got older, I, as you can see, I got on yeah. a Kobe jersey. I was um, a Kobe fan when I got when he got when older he got too. when he got older. I, I really started to appreciate you know the the what they did for the game as far as prepping their bodies and contending and using their minds. You know, yeah, it's like, those those guys had super killer instincts that I don't think exist uh, too much. Uh, some people try to have it. Some people get close. I just haven't seen people replicate Got a guy that if he ever develop it, he would be on that level. That's Kevin Durant. But I don't. I don't oh, think. Shit. I don't think he will. He will tap into that. He'll war. never tap into it. He. But he's take, got the potential. He couldn't even take over his own team, and he was the best player on the team. <laughs> you couldn't even take over your own team. Yeah, that's 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 what he did. Is to me is a violation of man law. Yeah, on top. that's a whole other story. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so you, of course, you guys know my Twitter at number four HF Advantage. Tweet me, let me know. Did Charles Barkley violate man law? Did Michael Jordan violate man law? Did they both do it? Is it okay to hold a grudge against your friend for publicly ousting you? Ten years. Is it okay to oust your friend as long as it's your job and they should understand? Ugh, I don't know. I don't know where to stand still here. To, but that's the end of the so podcast. Man. Hope you, Devin, did you enjoy yourself? Man, I had a really good time. You know I'm coming back for seconds. Hey, that's what I like to hear. You know I'm coming back for seconds. Um, uh, I always tell people this podcast is for my friends to hang out. Um, really quick, I always tell people don't judge people as failures and success unless you know their goals and who they are. Wow. You know, that's my deep thought. That's, that's that's pretty that's the, pretty deep. Man. You know, a lot of people, they look at uh, my numbers and where I've been and why I haven't taken this show to other places. And they be like, oh, Mike's failed. No, Mike's a success. I did this show so I can have sports talk and regular talk with my friends and put it in audio format. I'm doing that. I'm winning out here. Showing us the way, brother. All right. I'm winning out here. Don't judge me unless you know who I am and where my goals are. Mm. That's it. Uh, Devin, can, where can they reach you on social media? Well, you can reach me. I got an IG. You put in Devin Gossier, G-O-S-I-E-R. Long story. Yes, it is French. Um, and um, Oh, so, so, so. Wee, <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. uh, but, you know, same thing on um, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, or uh, Snapchat, dghost 9 but um, yeah, a little teen, a little super guy, you know. Long story, it's the cup off of Sesame Street. If you're old enough to remember that, you know, teeny little super guy. But that's me. So uh, just hit me up, give me a shout out. Love to add you. Let's chat sports. Yeah, I want to hear about it because we we put out some strong opinions on the show. So I want to hear what people got to say. Of course, you can reach me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. I have not set up Snapchat yet, uh, but I will. But I will be it's patient. Coming. Be patient, young Padawans. <laughs> uh, reach us on Facebook for Home Fit Advantage Sports Talk and for Home Fit Advantage Sports Trash Talk as well. Uh, this show will go out on Thursday. Hopefully, we record on a we're recording on Wednesday. Yes, I am finna regulate my chicken levels. Yardbird, you dig? Well, and we'll yeah, see that. you on Thursday. We out. Holla.